Today is September 8th, 2022. It is the birthday of our Blessed Mother Mary. There are only three calendar birthdays celebrated in the Catholic Church. The first is the birth of Jesus, the second is the birth of St. John the Evangelist, and the third birth is that of our holy and blessed ever-Virgin Mother Mary. Today the Church remembers and reveres her. She carried in her womb Jesus, the first ever tabernacle to hold Christ, the bread of life. In Bethlehem, the meaning of the word Bethlehem means the house of God. How blessed we are to recognize her in this capacity. She conceived Jesus to save us from our sins. Never with a man, always a virgin, conceived in her womb, the savior of the world. Today we rejoice in honoring her blessed and holy life and legacy. Our homage to Mary speaks volumes about our love for the truth, the absolute truth, that her son is a savior of the world. And he comes to us at every mass in the form of bread. We call the Holy Eucharist. He made himself small, as Father O'Darty would tell us, in the form of a baby, and in the form of the host we consume. In doing so, we imitate Christ through Mary, and we imitate Mary through Christ living in us. Christ is our light, and Mary, O Stella Maris, O Star of the Sea, you illumine all hearts, all minds, all souls, always leading us back to your Son. In Ephesus, Pahagia Kapule, the springs of Mary's fresh water in her house is believed to be miraculous water. Muslims and Christians both drink of the water and take some home with them for blessing. I'm reading a wonderful book right now, and I actually just finished it today, and it just so happens to be Mary's birthday. It's ever so fitting into this podcast. The book is titled Mary's House in Ephesus, The Life of St. Marie de Mandat Grancy. The book is written by Reverend Carl Schultz, and I am trying to expound upon the life of Sister Marie Mandat Grancy. Her goal in life was to get to heaven and also to bring many of us there with her. Sister Marie was a daughter of charity since 1858. She was professed in 1862. She died in Smyrna in 1915. She gave up her status and her wealth because she wanted to care specifically for the poor. She was assigned as a nun to the French Naval Hospital in Smyrna. She was instructed in identifying and procuring the House of Mary in Ephesus, Turkey. Mary's house in Ephesus became a place of pilgrimage, and that pilgrimage led 
so many people there year after year. The majority of them were Muslims. Pope Benedict XVI, Pope John Paul II, and Paul VI celebrated Holy Mass in Ephesus in Mary's house. The heroic sanctuary of Sister Marie is being investigated by the church and considered for her canonization. This is very important information um, to be shared with you today. Sister Marie was born in Dijon, France. Her beatification cause involves a year-long process of the candidate life. Her virtues, her writings, her reputation for holiness, her reputation for intercession. When candidates' cause is open, that person is called servant of God. After the servant of God, heroic virtues has proven he or she is declared venerable. Then to be beatified, one miracle must be attached to venerable intercession. The second miracle is needed for canonization. The church criteria in accepting a miracle are very rigorous. The first solemn opening for the Sister Marie was on January 21st of 2011. Catherine of the Immaculate Conception, Kansas City, Dr. Andrea Ambrisi of Rome, postulator, overseeing the process before the Vatican. The local bishop receives, gathers, and materials, historical and theological concerns will help evaluate the materials. Blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich, mystical experience of life of the Blessed Virgin Mary, declared in astounding detail, told that the little house of Nightingale Mountain, where, which overlooked the Bay of Ephesus, these accounts stirred the heart of Sister Marie de Mandat Grancy, who already loved the Blessed Mother deeply. Adele Louise Marie de Mandette Grancy determined to live and love the world and family level dearly. Wanting to be among the simple maids she observed on the streets of Paris, the Daughters of Charity, of St. Vincent de Paul at Rue de Bac, where Our Lady appeared to Catherine Labouret, she was formed more fully in humility and generous faith than that of early on a hallmark of her life. Near Paris, she carried and cared for orphans, gathered the youth for catechesis of the children of Mary. When the need was great, she went on to Turkey and was pressed into service as superior. When God prepared her, he acquired her will and her heart so the gift of Mary's house would be revealed in the world. Sister Marie acquired property with the help of family and the Vincentians' fathers cause found excavations and restorations. The humility that characterizes her, the foundress of Mary's house, 
never published a book or signed her name for any teaching. Her prayers, her courageous determination, endures nearly a century after her death. Mary bore our Savior at the foot of the cross. She became our mother under the care of John. She lived her last years on earth in little stone house near Ephesus. There's the Virgin Mother received the Eucharist from the Apostle's hand. Her daily devotion was the Via Crucis, according to Anne Catherine Emmerich. She marked on the hill beyond the house. Archbishop Francesium and Church of Turkey, let us give back Marie to France, to Turkey, to the United States and the world as a friend and intercessor. The family of Sister Marie, Baron and Baroness Jacques and Rosario de Mandate Grancy, Baron Philippe de Mandat Grancy, and Sister Elizabeth. Unable to attend was Count Adrian de Mandat Grancy. Our joint prayers will be going simultaneously to the Lord for two continents. Message of supporting Roland Minerth, Archbishop of Dijon, Sister Evelyn Frank, Superior General for Daughters of Charity of France and from Turkey and from all of the United States of America and praying for the Blessed Communion. The founder of the American Society of Ephesus, Bill Quantman and Georgia Quantman Lynch, Vincentian priest, long served our diocese. On January 21st, 2011, ceremony following Vespers, the oath of the tribune assigned to conduct the process and various commission members and assistants who carry forward this important work, especially Father Carl Schulte, the biographer of Sister Marie. The evening prayer of the church echoes the song of Mary and resonates in every place and time. May God receive our prayers, confirm what we do, and bring it to completion in conformity with his holy will. Mary, Mother of God, our hope, pray for us. Most Reverend Robert W. Finn, President and his wife, Abdullah and Hey Runisa Gall, experienced time spent in Ephesus where they lit two candles in Mary's honor. They drank the waters from the fountains found in the house of Mary's garden, beloved and sacred. So this is my story, brothers and sisters. We are still waiting for the actual results of the full miracle of Mary and Sister Marie, and we will continue to post information um, when the time comes, if in fact there are miracles that are presented forward regarding Sister Marie. And I, I'm so honored to share this little bit of information that I've learned about Mary and hope to bring you more information in the future about our Blessed Mother. Mary was betrothed in 1 BC. She was born in 15 BC. The birth of Christ was 0 BC. So there's so much yet to learn. Uh, the monthly magazine titled Our Lady of Ephesus Review in 1951 was established. In 1960, they had over 50,000 tourists visiting the pilgrimage 
in Mary's house in Ephesus. And I'm so honored that I was able to go there and be there with my husband over 20 years ago. So God bless you and continue praying for the um, canonization of Sister Marie de Mandat Grancy. Amen.